Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Perfect Faith Podcast. I'm Kirk Klingerman, your host, and this is episode two of season four. In this episode, we're picking off where we left off last time in a series entitled Perfect Faith, His Faith, Not Ours, which is an audio version of the book Podcast Style. So in other words, this is not going to be your typical audiobook that you download from your platform of choice. It's going to be just a wee little bit different, but it will contain everything found in the book. Down below is a comment section, and we invite you to use that comment section, especially if you have a question, or maybe there's some things the Lord has shown you about some of the subjects that we will be covering in this podcast, or maybe you have some ideas that you might want us to explore in terms of subject matter that we might want to cover as well. The bottom line is that this is not meant to be a one-way street. We are here to be a community of believers that want to grow together. So by all means, use the comments section so we can interact back and forth. If you're not that familiar with this, go to our website, perfectfaith.org, which of course will tell you more about us. And then it also offers up some tools that you might find useful, such as these podcasts. We've got blogs that we put out weekly that you can subscribe to. We have videos, and then we do have some books for purchase, such as this one, Perfect Faith, His Faith, Not Ours, which we will have a link in the description below. Last week, we covered uh, chapter one, which was entitled Intimacy with God, and we covered a plethora of things that uh, affect our being close to God, including addressing this one issue that many believers have, and that's this question of, does God really love me? And I will just kind of reiterate what we said back then, and that's this question for you. Do you love God? And if you say yes, that is a major proof that God does love you. Because if he did not love you, you could not love him. As the Bible states, we love him because he first loved us. So, yeah, absolutely he loves you. He knows everything about you, and you're still here, right? In this chapter, which is actually a fairly short chapter, it's entitled, What is Faith? And it's just like it sounds. We're going to cover what is faith and what does it mean to walk by faith, or, or what's it mean to step out on faith, I should say. So, without any further ado, here we go. What is faith? Definition. As we now begin to address the subject of faith more directly, we will start this chapter with a textbook definition of the word, and then proceed into Scripture for more clarity of its meaning. We will also address the word believe and how it ties in with faith. By definition, Faith is assurance, firm persuasion, or conviction by inward certainty. Let's take, a sh- let's take the short definition and tie it in with Scripture. Here we go. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11, verse 1. In other words, faith is the substance or foundation the essential nature or essence of the thing hoped for. 
the evidence or proof of things not perceived by the natural senses, or simply put, the unseen reality. So, again, by definition, faith is the unseen reality. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that which but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead, and calls those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. Romans chapter 4, verses 16 through 24. Faith has full persuasion of God's ability to carry out what he has spoken. It places trust in the one who promised, knowing that it will come to pass because he is both capable and faithful to fulfill his promise. Faith is not some mind game. It is spiritual in nature. Think about it. Even God has faith. Even if man declines to believe or walk by faith, God still has it. It's not a question of whether he needs faith Rather, it's a matter of him having it and using it. His faith calls those things that be not as though they were. When we walk by faith, we bring him glory. After all, he's the one who gave his faith to begin with. Hope Since we find faith connected to hope, the substance of things hoped for, we will address its meaning and how it relates to faith. The verb... To hope means to expect with desire or trust. The noun hope can be that which is promised or expected, things hoped for, or in whom we put our hope, or as some passages render it, trust. In the New Testament, hope is always a positive expectation and always refers to the future. In contrast, faith can point to the past, present, or future. We can have the confidence of, of, of assurance of that which is earnestly expected will surely come to pass regardless of the evidence or its lack. In this, we are not moved by what we see or what we don't see. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then we do with patience wait for it. 
Romans 8, verses 24 through 25. Biblical hope is not mere wishful thinking, as some use hope interchangeably with wish, which has no certainty attached to it. I hope that's true. In fact, true hope is the promise before its fulfillment. Faith considers it complete before its actualization. Believe. Interestingly, the word faith is never found in the book of John. Nevertheless, the word believe is found more in John than the other three Gospels combined. In fact, it is used more in John than any other book in the entire Bible. Does that mean John omits faith? Hardly. In the Greek, faith is the root word for believe. Essentially, believe is a verb, to have faith in or to be firmly persuaded or to trust, while faith is the noun and has already been defined above. In a technical sense, we could say, for example, I faith God, or I faith the Word of God. So when it comes down to it, the book of John is faith-filled. To believe God means to trust Him, have faith in Him, while taking Him at His Word with firm persuasion. It means we trust Him with all things, including eternity. When something looks contrary to what He has said, we believe what we hear, not what we see. Pleasing. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Our ability to please God is found in faith. It is the life and lifestyle of the believer. If one says that God cannot or will not carry out what he has spoken, one makes him out to be a liar. To step out on faith means to step out with a promise at hand as though it's already in hand before we start. At hand means that an event or promise is near. In hand means the event is happening or one already possesses the promise. Faith jumps through the door before there's an opening in the wall. Faith says, God is. Not only does faith say God is, it says he reward those who diligently seek him. To diligently seek goes beyond the casual look and see. It means to search out, to investigate, to seek in order to obtain or know and has to do with craving. It's a Hebraic phrase that means one is seeking to worship God. It is the search for intimacy. Faith says God will be found and his rewards are with him. Not only does faith say God is, it says God rewards those who diligently seek him. And that brings us to a close of chapter 2. Like I said, I I said that was going to be a short one, and, and so it is. So, let's pray before we wrap this thing up, shall we? Father, in Jesus' name, I lift up my brothers and sisters, and I just thank you for bringing them clarity like no other time in their life. Give them the wisdom that they need right now with the spiritual understanding. Bless them in their comings and their goings. Bless their household. Let their households be a place of sanctuary. Bless them in every way imaginable. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, until the next time, my friends, be blessed.